The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The numbers told the story, they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Hour number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Fubo, Sling Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Uh, efforting the crack man. We'll have him momentarily here. The Zurich Classic, Jeff, uh, you were pointing out off air, obviously underway. For those who uh, missed it with the Zurich Classic this week, a funky format. I believe that's what they call it officially down there in uh, Avondale, Louisiana. Funky format. It is uh, best ball today and Saturday. It is alternate shots on Friday and Sunday. So best ball today has gotten underway. And uh, Jeff, your comment stands for now in the early going that maybe people overthought this. Colin Morikawa and Victor Hovland, five under through eight leading the tournament in the early going. Maybe when two of the eight best players in the world are playing together, maybe that is just the bet regardless of how short it is. Again, long way to go in this tournament. Long way to go. And you have the alternate shot tomorrow and Sunday, which you get some weird things happening there, Gil. But so far, the two two of the four best players in this field paired together look great so far. Well, the other pairing that was a superstar pairing, Cantlay and Shoffley, they have not teed off yet. Nor has uh, my, uh, we, we ended up doing a one and done on primetime action on this. We did a creative one and done where we, the rules that we instituted were, you can only pick a golfer that you haven't picked before. He has to be paired with a golfer that you haven't picked before. And you get to use the partner that you haven't picked before later in the year as well in our one and done in golf. So I ended up on Billy Horschel. I ended up on Billy Horschel. And who did uh, Matt and Kelly, they ended up with the same player. I can't remember who they ended up with now. Now it's escaping me, but I'm on Billy Horschel. He hasn't teed off. He and Sam Burns have not teed off yet either. But right now, Morikawa and Hovland. Now with a two-stroke lead, six under through nine. Here they go. Ladies and gentlemen, unscripted with Bill Krakenberger, the crack man, right here on the numbers game at Visa, the sports bet. With the intro music, how you doing, Billy? Hey, how we doing? I'm good. Where are you, man? What, you, what part of the world I are you in? I am... I am on the west coast of Florida oh. in Fort Myers, hmm. um, where everything closes at 8 p.m. So, um, yeah, everything from like from Naples up to Sarasota, uh, try to get like a, a sub sandwich, a hero sandwich at nine o'clock at night. You're better off. You got to go to one of the stores here. It's actually a good store called Publix, and Publix oh, sure. you can make your own. Uh, uh-huh. You can make your own sandwich, I guess. But they'll be they'll be throwing you out there by, by nine. Also, it's amazing. Publix it's so different than the East Coast or 
back from where I'm from, uh, you know, New York, New Jersey, or even Las Vegas. It's very late night is not a thing here. They're up five in the morning, though, you know, jogging and everything. Well, that's the thing. They got they got beautiful beaches on the west coast of Florida. Beautiful beach. Some of the most beautiful beaches in the country. You know, I, I that was my knock on San Francisco, by the way, too. San Francisco, by 10 p.m., is a ghost town, right? In, uh, no way. Go, by 10 really? p.m. Uh, 10 p.m. Like, Vegas is... Wow is Sodom and Gomorrah compared to San Francisco, right? It's like it's completely dead at 10 p.m. There are things that are open, like cl- yeah. clubs and bars, but like yeah, in, qu- in quiet <laughs> corners, right? Generally sure. speaking, everything that, you know, every you know normal convenience is closed by 10 p.m., though. And it's, it's a very interesting thing. So when you come here, you're like, oh, thank God, things are open. Not that I want to go. Gil, to... Did, did you have diners where you grew up? Did you have diners? Of course, Jeff knows that it's a... Did you have them when you grew up, or not really? There like was twenty-four hour. There was diners. There's one famous diner in Bethesda, Maryland, a suburb of DC, called the Tasty Diner. That thing was open through the night, but I don't remember diners really being a thing. Other than that, yeah, you know, when I, I worked on the, the Jersey Shore as a kid, I worked since I was nine years old on boardwalks, and when we closed our businesses, my aunts and uncles. Uh, you know, we would go to the diner at one in the morning. I mean, in, in like Middletown, New Jersey, we'd go to, a, there was two different diners that was 24 hours and there was diners up and down the, uh, you know, the Jersey shore and New Jersey in general. So it, I guess I'm used to that maybe type or, yeah. or even in general, like, even though, but you can, you can grab something even here where, where are we going where you go now, you can grab a late night Wawa. So you can go to them <laughs> and have them make your sandwiches. <laughs> but I gotta be honest. I went there the other night. I got in late. And I went there the other night. I told my brother, I said, Wawa, I, I just, it looked, it just, Wawa now, there's like three of them I went to, and they're 0 for 3 for me. So yeah. I don't know. They're kind of going we had In D.C., we had something called Go-Go's that we did late at night, but that's a whole other story for a whole other show, and you guys wouldn't believe yeah. me if I even told you about it. Um, yeah. Oh, they, let me tell you something, Gil. They are clamoring here. They're, is that the right word? They're drooling for sports betting. Yeah. Um, everyone wants to bet sports in Florida. Uh, I've, I've really been, I've been up and down the coast here. I was on the East coast. I actually put a tweet up. I went to Jackie Gleason's Memorial cemetery or beautiful place. He has a beautiful mausoleum. And, um, as I was, I went to a store and actually ran into someone, a fan, a fan of the show, actually, he knew me from Beeson and they are just dying for sports betting. I I didn't know the, the landscape here. Mm -hmm. So he told me a little bit that, so they had it. And they took it away from the Hard Rock. That's right. And, uh, just long enough for Calvin Ridley to place a wager or two. Just long enough. Right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't know if you knew they had this. So they did have it here. Yeah. Took it away, and and uh, yeah, they 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 really need. It's all. It, you're, everyone here is betting with uh, you know local bookmakers still. It, it may hurt them when it comes here, but they need that here. They, well, they're going to get it. Well, you know, I, I often have said to myself and out loud, I said, you know. Maybe one day uh, I'll move to Florida, as my people tend to do late in life, yes. if you know what I mean. Yes. Uh, but one of oh, the yeah. things that I always say is, I'm like, but, you know, legalized sports betting would be a, would be a cool thing to have there. That and moving the Miami Open back to Key Biscayne. That's my only, uh, that's my own personal crusade. But, yes, that's, that's, uh, that's obviously a thing. And, but there's a, there's a Native American, uh, there's a tribal lobby there that is very powerful in the state of Florida. Um, and, you know, I cut my teeth in Florida as a kid, I told you my buddy had a place, my buddy's parents had a place that we would spend our Christmases in Florida. I'd be betting high lie down in Miami as a kid. So fixed. Um, so there is a betting, how can I put this, tradition in the state of Florida, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no. Um, high lie, and they probably had the, the dog racing. I don't think they, they have did. dog racing oh, no, anymore. No, no. They do not have that anymore. Yes. Oh, uh, they, they, they did away with it. Oh, sure. In this day and age? Okay. No, no, I didn't no. even know. Yeah. Okay, because last time I was I was there, uh, I was in West Palm Beach, and they had it at West Palm Beach. It, it was actually called West Palm Beach Kennel Club, but I didn't go there for that. I went there for poker. I was, my buddies were in a poker tournament. But, um, yeah, I actually thought about wearing a little yarmulke for you on this episode, but I just can't <laughs> find one. But, um, what, what are you doing there, by the way? What are you doing in uh, uh Just visiting people, and, and uh, I'm going to have lunch today with the uh, – I'm actually headed back to the East Coast, going to have lunch with the – the, the great Howie Schwab, hey, the Schwab guy. Stump the Schwab, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go back over there. He lives in Fort Lauderdale. going to meet him. And then I'm flying back to Atlantic City for the draft, though. Uh, All right. Should, should, do, do, you yeah, bet the, be do you bet the NFL draft? Oh, God. Oh, man. 
Can't get my hands on enough money. Yes. As long as they take the bets. Me, me too. As long as they take the bets. As long you know, as they take years, the bets. I've been bets. there with you. Yeah. I've been with you. And they have been very successful years. Yes. Um, uh, me, uh, Michael Lombardi, myself, and you did an episode two years ago where I, I think um, I think Michael was like seven and zero on the, the the draft props he gave me. So, um, yeah, we, no. It, on it, this it, on this show, we have done it every year. We have had at least three ridiculously successful drafts. Right, eleven and one one year, eight zero oh and one another year. Just off the top of my head, this one though, I have to tell you, and I've, I've said this many times. Now, again, every day I come in here, I've got more draft bets, so I'm up to nine, which I didn't think was going to oh, happen. Wow. But I will say the, this one is a little more dicey um, for reasons that we've stated many times. Eight teams have two picks. Quarterback group is not really that good. Team, Too many people have mock draft. That's another thing. There's too many mock drafts out there, so it's a little more muddled. But, Bill, and I'll say this one more time on the show because I think it's the best betting thing I can say today. I still feel that along with tennis, I still feel my gambling dollar is still, even with all that, that you know, uh, warning right there, is still best spent on the NFL draft. And it's only a week away, right? It's not like betting something that you have to wait six months to cash. I will happily, like you said, as much money as I can get my hands on, bet this thing for a week from now, without a doubt. Gil, without a doubt, uh, you said some good things there about this year's draft compared to the previous couple of years, which we were allowed to bet on it. But I really still feel confident. Yeah, I feel more confident too. putting my money down on this draft than I do on any baseball day. I, for sure. I said the exact same sentence last hour. Oh, I said, wow. I said, because okay. I, I was, I laid minus 170 and minus 165 on a couple uh, draft props. And I, and I thought about the listener who's like, wow, you're laying minus 170, minus 165. And I compared it to a baseball game. Same thing. I'm like, I would way rather lay the wood. By the way, I've laid way more than that in previous drafts on certain props than minus 170 and minus 165. But even at that number, like way better than a than a Wednesday night baseball game where a pitcher could just have a bad outing. Yeah, no, no, no. I'll uh, I'll tell you, though, um, I'm hoping that I don't know the climate yet. I'm hoping that it's not going to be they're overly scared to take bets uh, because of so much talk about making bets and people making bets. I wish the uh, people at the, the, the sports books, the big books, especially DraftKings, FanDuel stuff, I wish they would realize that uh, there's a lot of square money still in the market. Maybe not as much as, of course, NFL or whatever, soccer or anything, but um, there's still so much square money in these gambling markets. I noticed that by the other day, uh, a tweet. Someone put up a tweet. I think I responded to it. No, I, I might even retweeted it about uh, – blackjack or online blackjack and um it was to stay on 17 verse 6 i probably don't realize because as you would say uh we are too close to the sun i don't realize how bad the gambling public thinks how what like 17 mm -hmm. verse 6 in blackjack is is you're, you're hitting the six you're hitting it i mean unless it's like a positive count of plus 20 which is it, you'll get once in a lifetime or your whole carding and see some paint you're hitting it. The responses were unbelievable how bad they were. Jeez. I, I, I would love to say I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised. Bill, I want to come back. I want to talk about something that happened uh, three days ago or four days ago. The American Gaming Association wants uh, Merrick Garland and the U.S. Department of Justice to go after offshore books. We've got to talk about that coming back right here on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN is all in for the draft next week, right here in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. We have a special draft preview show this Sunday at 6 p.m. Check it out. Tim Murray, Sean King, they'll break down all the first round prospects and props. Expert guests include legendary broadcaster Brent Musburger, former NFL GM Michael Lombardi, and former NFL lineman and TV host Mike Golick and his son Mike Golick Jr. VEASAN's Draft Preview Specials this Sunday at 6 p.m. exclusively on VEASAN. And don't forget to download our NFL Draft Betting Guide featuring best bets, mock drafts, and everything you need to score big this draft season. Download it today for just $10. Or as Matt Brown said last night, 40 quarters. Go to VEASAN.com slash draft for all the information. Gil Alexander, Bill Krakenberger, unscripted with the crack man, who comes to us from uh, the Gulf Coast of Florida this morning. Uh, Bill, uh, I was waiting. I, you know, I didn't mention any of this on air between then and now, but uh, the American Gaming Association, and by the way, shout out to Jeff Edelstein, Edelstein or Edelstein, I'm not sure, I hope I, uh, I'm sorry about that, Jeff, uh, either way, Jeff Edelstein, he uh, he wrote a great piece on this, on the sports handle, talking about the American Gaming Association, and how they have sent a letter to Merrick Garland, uh, the United States Attorney General, asking uh, that he and his office crack down on illegal offshore sports books. And the point, the general point that Jeff makes here, and I think correctly so, is that, yes, while offshores have obviously advantages in, in uh, you know, not having to pay the taxes that, that legalized sports books do, yes, acknowledging all that stuff, that the fact remains that to go after, for the American Gaming Association, yesterday I went after someone in mainstream media who knows nothing about betting, but for the American Gaming Association, right, who... You know, let's 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 face it. They represent, and Jeff points this out: commercial and tribal casino operators, U.S. licensed gaming suppliers, financial institutions, and other key stakeholders in the gaming industry. But the one body that they don't seem to represent are the gamblers themselves. And you can't go after offshores. You can't like make. You cannot. It's so tone deaf to go after offshores. If you're not going to address why people would be attracted to offshores to begin with, which is the shortcomings of legalized sports books. And I have so much to say about that, but I'm curious if you agree with that premise, that it's in many it's it's disingenuous to do that. It, it's disingenuous at worst. It's it's somewhat ignorant at best. Yeah, no, it's it's a fantastic point. There's been numerous times that I try to stay away from any controversy or downing anyone on Twitter, uh, but there's been numerous times I wanted to go after uh, the AGA as, uh, for su- certain things they say or do or represent. Uh, they just they, they should know better too. It wasn't like you're, you're you're. By the way, you put up a fantastic tweet yesterday. Uh, or Vison did one of the best I've ever done. I just retweeted it before the show. Oh my God, your take on it was just spot on. So I retweeted it. Uh, up to like 15,000 hits and you're going to have a lot more. So, <laughs> Thank you, um, yeah, no problem. It was great. So, but going back to the AGA, yeah, this is some of the stuff they put up um, over the years. And I've read Jeff's articles in the past. He's a good follow on Twitter. Um, he wrote, he, yeah, wrote it, it, he wrote it very well, very well done. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I commented uh, to him on a previous article. That's how good it was. Uh, but yeah, it, it it's, it, you just, you see what interest, whoever you said, Jeff told you, I think, but, 
you had a great paragraph there you read um, about who they re who they really represent. Yeah, Jeff wrote that at the top do. of his article. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I, but it, it was a it was a really good uh, here, here, paragraph because it exactly explains it. Here are the points who that, they represent. Yeah. Here are the points that I want to make about this, and I'm not going to call out any individual legalized sports books because these problems exist at multiple ones, and so. And the reason I bring this up about the AGA is because, again, I believe it's like you can't – it's so tone-deaf to go after offshores when you're not going after the ills that create the desire to bet offshores. Because, once again, in a perfect world, we would all love for legalized sports uh, – for, for legalized sports books to give everything – that a sports better would ever want and to bring everything that a sports better would ever want onto the table. So it's not, it, it's not some, you know, uh, you know, strain in us that, that, that is anti legalized sports books. On the contrary, uh, I think most people would agree that in life, the, the perfect, the, the ideal would be for everything to be above board, but everything above board would have to be, you know, also better friendly to an extent. Let me just get to some specifics on what I'm talking about. One, um, the, the, the main reason that offshore books still are appealing to people is because of what legalized sports books are doing. Not any one, but many of them are doing in terms of limiting betters. And we got into this at Bet Bash too. I'm not going to go into the you know some of the some of the things that our panel got into, but we'll stray into some little points about it. I'm sure uh, at Bet Bash too. Spanky's great conference a few weeks back. But the panel that I was on was on the art of sports betting, and we, we delved into some of this, which is, you know, one of the big themes of the conference was the fact that while legalized sports books now don't quote-unquote ban people, what they effectively do in many cases is basically ban them anyway by limiting, right? It's not a technical ban because what they're doing is limiting. They're limiting bettors in many cases to such small ridiculously laughable limits, right, wager limits, that in effect what they're doing is doing a ban without calling it that. So there are any, there's, there's hundreds if not thousands of people who are, and, and they can show you screenshots, right, of them getting limited to like a $4.37 bet or a $3.10, you know, ridiculous numbers. Like, and so there's no point in even betting there if that's what you're being allowed to bet. The main point I want to make about this is legalized sports books have profiles, profilers of bettors like offshores do. But the issue is, is that legalized sports books seem to have no clue what they're doing in profiling bettors to the point where they are actually kicking out bettors or limiting them. Let's just say kicking out, right? But okay, to be exact about it, limiting bettors to, to such an egregiously low number. But bettors who are not sharp bettors even, they're so bad at profiling that what they're doing is just haphazardly getting rid of bettors that they would be, that they would have long-term gains over. Really bad bettors. And in, by they're the way, costing themselves money, Gil. You're they're right. costing themselves money. By the way, there's whales, too, who are the biggest bettors of them all, where they don't get that they would be massive long-term winners on, that they see a small sample of, of a win by a whale, and they get rid of them, and they're completely costing them huge money. But let's the whales are one thing. Let's just get to I know some people. Trust me. I've known them for 30 years. I know how they bet. Bill, they're not good bettors at all. And they show me screenshots. I'm not picking on any one sports book because it's multiples. They'll show me screenshots of, of bets that they're limited to for like $4.37. By the way, I'll get texts because they know me and they think I might be able to do something. Like I'm a big maher that could help them with this. And I tell them, I'm like, dude, look, there's no like central location. This is a state-by-state -state thing. I'm lucky to know someone in Nevada, let alone somewhere else. And the biggest, so there's a couple of things. I'm sorry to ramble on this, Bill, because I'll let you respond. But it's no, of course not. It's it's the fact that one, the books have no idea who they're banning. They could actually be making tons more money if they kept some of these people. And most of them, I would imagine, the 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 person who's getting limited literally is texting me. Oh, is it because I'm winning too much? And I'm thinking to myself, Oh God, no! <laughs> Why don't you show me what you're betting? And so they tell me or they show me what they're betting, and I'm and I'm I swear to God, Bill, I look at this and I'm like, oh no, God, this guy's doing everything wrong. He's betting first innings incorrectly. He's betting parlays. He's doing this. But apparently they've done something at some point, right? 
whether it's a correlated parlay, whether it's a, a market that the book doesn't necessarily want them to bet in, whatever it is, they've done something to get flagged and then limited. And here's the worst part about it. Maybe not the worst part, but here's a doubly horrible part about it. When they want an explanation as to what they've done to earn this severe limit, there is no one to go to. There is no one to contact. And even in the rare cases where they do get to someone to finally have a conversation with, they are oftentimes not told what the reason is. And so they have no recourse whatsoever. And so for the AGA then to not turn an eye to that kind of behavior, but instead to think that the offshore, which fuels legalized betting, let's face it, with lines, among other things, for them to turn their attention to that and not what's here within is the most disingenuous thing in the world. No, it's a fantastic subject. And uh, I, I relate it to one thing. These sports books are just not hiring the right people. Yeah. Because some of these people, their job, just like the regular brick-and-mortar casinos, a lot of it happens. Someone's making $100,000 a year, and they're scared to death to make a decision. And they just think throwing people out is probably uh, doing their job when they, it's not doing the due diligence that, that it deserves. I know a guy that won in tennis. He just got ran lucky. Total square. Loses six figures a year, by the way, in the NFL. He ran a little lucky. Won 20 grand on tennis over a month period because he was bored. And they threw him out. And this guy went to another company and lost about 150000 <laughs> It's ridiculous. Uh, on tennis and NFL. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. They're, 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 you're right. They're costing themselves money. Give you more of a chance to respond. Sorry I ran you into a wall on that. Coming back unscripted no with the crack man right here on a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game. It's Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay here as well. And Bill Kragenberger uh, joins us. Still, Jeff, I still would like to know that thing I threw out uh, earlier today. How many nine minute and 45 second stretches in the NBA this year by any team has resulted in four points or fewer? That's what Brooklyn did last night. A nine minute and 45 second stretch in the fourth quarter where they scored only four points in Boston. Nah. Outscored him 23 to 4, and that turned the game. I'm curious if anybody has that anywhere. We get tweets at beating the book. <clears throat> Pardon me. Jason Stark, hey, uh, Gil, I got the Warriors at plus 550 from back when Clay returned as well. It took four months, but it finally showing value. LOL. We're here, man. <clears throat> We're here, Jason. Keno Walker, there's nothing more beautiful than Warriors basketball. That's my line. I told my stepfather at 10 years old every time he took me to a game, Keno, I've been saying that the most beautiful thing in sports. For many years here on this show, David Dorman, Bill, you must try the fried chicken from Publix. It's fantastic. <laughs> Top two spots for fried chicken in America is Joe Stone and Publix. Highly recommend. Yes. Have a great day. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Stephen Vegas, uh, Bill, do not talk bad about Wawa. That was my 3 a.m. <laughs> go-to food when the bars closed in Pennsylvania during my six strenuous years of college. Six for Stephen Vegas. Steve, we should talk about that sometime. Uh, let's see. Uh, everybody reacting to the uh, Woj thing from yesterday. Los Vegas 514. Yo, go-go's late night equals good times. Oh, Los, didn't they ever. Uh, back to Stephen Vegas. High Lion South Florida as an 11-year-old was where my, was my first foray into gambling. 30 years later, I'm still out here losing baseball bets thanks to bad pool bets. Oh, man. I love when people, uh, people reacted to everything we got here. This one is from... Uh, this one is from Las Vegas. Chris sends me this, but it is from Tim Loss in The Better Life. He said, I, I, I don't know when he wrote this. I don't even know if it's from this morning, but he wrote, I applied, interviewed for a job at the American Gaming Association once. This is Tim Lawson talking. While interviewing, it was clear that they weren't betters even for fun or really thought about that side of the business much. Focus was policy, lobbying, and serving their members. Consumer protection was a tagline, not a mission. How about that from Tim Lawson? Interesting. And that, that comes from a really good, well-respected guy in yes. the industry that knows his stuff. He would have known more than anyone with their little fancy degree from uh, AGA. Tim Lawson. So they need someone like that that knows the pulse of the industry. But, of course, uh, they're, they're scared of people like that because they'll be scared to lose those cushy jobs, like I talked about earlier, 
um, which which some of the sports books have also with incompetence. Um, you know, the risk departments, the people that make the decisions, um, they, they don't realize they're if, if only like the CEO, like uh, Jason or one of the guys knew what really goes on sometimes behind the scenes there. Um, and it's not just I'm not picking on DraftKings. As a matter of fact, I like DraftKings. They're very good to me. So um, but any of the sports books in general, though, any of the sports books that limit people to four dollars or whatever these numbers are you're saying, I know it's happened to me. I was actually um, I actually was marketed by a, a female who was pretty big on Twitter. Uh, hey, crack, how come you don't play with us? And it's a pretty big sports book, one of the bigger names. And I finally said, uh, okay, I, I would love to play with you. I'll deposit 20 grand and, and let, let's uh, you know, give me a nice bonus, which she said she was going to give me a bonus. And I said, fantastic. And I sent the money in, and she said, our CEO actually flagged the account. They're going to wa- see your bets at first and then decide if they want to give you the bonus. So um, uh, it, it was a, just a stupid thing. And, you know, this is why people beard in, guys. This goes for all sports books, not just the new ones on the East Coast markets and, and the new ones that have come into the country. This goes for Vegas books, all the books. Throw people out, they will beard back in. Real simple. But now you don't know who you have betting under the John Doe name, but you know that maybe you'd like to know if they were sharp. Maybe just limit their bet, but no. Instead, you want to limit them to 4 bucks, or you want to take a deposit from someone like myself and then say, oh, wait a minute. We don't know if we, we want you after all. Then don't market me. Do me a favor. Do your research, marketing people that get your money, uh, get, get your big uh, fancy checks because you're on Twitter or whatever it may be before you market people uh, and, and offer them ridiculous deals. So that's something that goes on with a lot of people too, Gil. It um, happens more and more. As a matter of fact, I got a text this morning from somebody. I don't know who he was, but he works at one of the big companies, and he's like, hey, how you doing? Or do you want some gear? Gear? No, I, I, I'm, I'm good. I don't need a hat. You want to give me a bonus? I'll deposit some money, but I'm, I'm good. You're not, so. down, not down with the gear. It's the, not no. your priority. Um no. Yeah, I mean, again, he's, it's, I'm, I'm not trying to – I don't want to say it with vitriol. I don't want to pick on any book because it's multiple books that, that do this stuff uh, in terms of limiting players. And it's just – again, I, I just get back to the whole thing because it came out the, – the AGA was the one that started this, right? They, they go to Merrick Garland. They go to the top, and they're like, go after yep. these offshores. And I'm just like – and that's why I said – perhaps I shouldn't have called it disingenuous. I said at worst it's disingenuous. At best, it's right. just ignorance, right? And maybe Tim Lawson's yeah. quote there, and Tim Lawson, one of my favorite people in the world. Uh, oh, yeah. Tim Lawson, he, he might be right. Maybe it is just complete ignorance. But it's whatever it is, it ain't for the greater good of the better. That's. But for- on the opposite side of this, Gil, too, Spanky brought up a good tweet yesterday. He said, uh, I want to pull it up here. Because he actually said, uh, okay, offshore wannabe bookmakers will stiff you and regulated pretended bookmakers will severely limit you. Terrible how bad it is. Okay, because sometimes Spanky's a little tough on on uh, on the industry offshore. Oh, but he's course, right, he's so. right about that. Listen, that's why I started by saying offshore definitely has the tax advantage. And yeah, yeah. the the reason I say we in a perfect world we'd all want to be regulated, right? It would it we'd all want it to be regulated bookmakers because of exactly what you're saying. You have no recourse offshore if something goes wrong, right? This is his tweet and the beginning of it. I should have read. I also I always say offshore will be king. But seeing this BS likely gives me doubt. Fantastic tweet because mm-hmm. I have seen these type of notes too. Um, let me read you the notes that was put in one of the players' accounts. Uh, we're looking for people to partner up. If you know multiple people, contact myself. Sharp action. If syndicates, groups play, bot wagers, etc., will not be honored. Please do not give out your account to anyone. Well, whenever I, whenever I used to, I used to see this. By the way, you used to say um, we will not honor bot bets. Or sharp bets. Uh, define sharp bets. Let me give you the definition. Anyone that wins. If you win, that's an excuse not to pay you. So with the unregulated PPH and offshore industry, uh, that bothers me a lot when it says we will not honor bot bets. Because let's say I beat the line. I don't need a bot to beat the line. I could bet something and, you know, 80% of the time I'm beating the line when I bet. So yeah. if I go to bet something in an account, and it moves from, you know, five to six. Now you have the recourse and the excuse to say, well, you, hey, hey, you, 100, 100%. you got the best of these lines. 100%. Now you, you're betting in a bot. We're not paying you. And I'm not betting in a bot. I'm betting by hand. I know what to bet by hand and what to bet in a bot. And, of course, I've used a bot over the years. Absolutely. Right. But 
uh, I know when not to use a bot, or I did know. Um, I, you know, so it bothers me that these sports books there take shots at you too. And I would appreciate Spanky, uh, you know, saying that because a lot of times he's he's tough like I am on some of the regulated sports books. So it's yeah. to go after the other ones. Sometimes it's 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 absolutely. good to keep a good balance and in a- check. Absolutely, listen, one hundred percent. This was this was not to be misconstrued as a love letter to offshores. That is not what my point That's was right. at all. My point was. The AGA has to be honest about this, right? The 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 bad thing, just like it's just like the Woj thing yesterday, right? Like, could you be any more? Could you be any more ridiculous? You're pointing the finger over there when this thing is right in front of you and is the problem, right? And has always been there, and it's the exact same thing, but this time by a body that claims to be, you know, this industry watchdog thing. So it makes it, in some respects, it's even worse. So, yeah, please don't misconstrue uh, any of that as a, as a love letter to offshores. You know, yesterday, this has nothing to do with either of these things, but just to, to let you know again, like, our strain is not to be anti, anti-sportsbook. anti Last night when I was trying to make one of my draft bets, which finally I did make over at William Hill, um, I live right by, as you know, right by the Cosmopolitan. So I am, you know, I know those people who work back there just out of familiarity going there. And they couldn't punch in, for whatever reason in their system, they couldn't punch in one of the bets that was clearly in their system and was clearly on their app, right? But something was was not communicating. And so I couldn't get this bet down. And so we had to come up with this alternate, you know, it was like a whole bunch of commotion. They handed me back like a thousand dollars more than they needed to. Like they had made a mistake. And I, you know, look, I know these people. I wasn't taking the thousand dollars from them. I was as honest as could be. I was like, this is not my money here. Here's your thousand dollars. This, this, you had, you must've had that confused. So they had to do all this accounting. They appreciated the fact that I was honest about it. I don't want to, I don't want to cheat anybody out of any money. So I gave it back to them. We worked out a, 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 you know, I had to stay there for a while while we worked out a way where they would then give me a, a voucher to make the bet on a, on a kiosk that I could make the Garrett Wilson bet that wasn't communicating with their system. And so we worked it out, and we were very friendly, and we, and we did things. So I, I genuinely believe that that's the best kind of relationship you can have with a, with a sports book. Um, that's right. And, and good on William Hill for taking bets. They take big bets on the draft. Um, good on and, – and I really do think that in a perfect world, some people might find that story a bit corny, but I really believe that that's, that's the main strain that I have. But I just want everybody to be honest about everything that's going on, if that makes any sense. I hope it does. We'll come back more with the Crackman Unscripted with Bill Krakenberg. You can follow him on Twitter at Bill Crackman with the K. And the name of the podcast is, of course, Wise Cracks with Bill Krakenberger and John Orlando. Coming back on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20. MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program, featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager on the BetMGM app, sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay is here as well. Jeff, some... uh, some news in the NBA confirmed. Sham Shranium with the report. Brooklyn Nets three-time All-Star Ben Simmons plans to make his season debut in Game 4 against the Celtics on Monday. As long as rehab remains on course, a source tells him in the Athletic. Simmons uh, would be uh, set to play his first game since last June. I'm going to say it again. I get. Uh, listen, I understand the people out there who are like, hey, listen, they're a terrible defensive team. We've seen it in this series as well. He's an elite defender. Why wouldn't you put him in for 15 to 18 minutes a game? Check Jason Tatum or whoever. It can only help. And my response to that is, and I get it, none of us are elite athletes like Ben Simmons is, but have you ever tried coming back and playing five on five when you've, when you've had a long break? Like to expect him the day, the, the first time out, to be of any help, I, I am really skeptical about that. And as you pointed out off air, what if... The, what if the Nets lose game three? You're bringing them out when you're down three to nothing? What's the point of that? There would be none. And if you win game three, isn't the thought in your head, mm, maybe we should just go with what we got? Like, I just don't. To me, I'm not buying into it. But that's the word. Ben Simmons to make his Nets debut in game four of that series. We get tweets at beating the book. This is from GT. Uh, it's Sports Fanatic. Says Gil, I'm limited to scraps on 11 out of the 12 sports books in Indiana, with Ballybet being the only one I'm not haven't signed up yet. He says, so I guess 11 of 12. He said sports books there in that state. This is from Tim Fraley. Was down a few thousand over a couple of years betting football at Bet Rivers. After 10 days, 10 betting 550 on college basketball got limited to 14 dollars on totals and $31 on sides. 10 days of smashing CLV and boom out. Can still bet football. No basketball. Yeah. It's 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 all over the place for sure. Todd Bubba Horwitz. These sports books must get rid of the bean counters and get street guys that understand the gambling markets. Las Vegas has automated everything to a theoretical value. Zero common sense. This is from Dave Genson, I think it's pronounced. Forgive me, Dave, if that's not how it's pronounced. Maybe it's Jensen. Gil, do you remember Little Tavern? <laughs> Love the show. You're the Ken Beatrice of the 21st century. A couple DC references there. Little Tavern. I was assuming he's talking about the spot in Georgetown. Little Tavern. Um, and then Ken Beatrice was, uh, when we were growing up in DC, he was the, when there was not prolific sports talk radio, we had a guy on a WMAL in DC. His name was Ken Beatrice. Thick Boston, thick New England accent. Was not from D.C. originally, but he was the sports talk king of Washington, D.C. Phil Wood was another guy. But uh, Ken Beatrice, you're next on WMAL. That was his thing. And we used to listen to him coming back from uh, from Skins Games. Just a legend. Uh, so I thank you for that. Um, and apparently Mike Tyson is uh, punching someone repeatedly on an airplane. That was the other thing this morning. Yeah, that video yeah. is uh, going viral now. All yeah. different media sources have it. And um, I- I'd like to comment on that because um, – you know, I'm not, I'm not a Mike Tyson fan, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, however, because I, I know who Mike Tyson is deep down inside. I, I know, I've been being around Teddy Atlas for three decades. Uh, I, I know who the real Mike Tyson is deep down inside. But in this situation, other videos have surfaced now. This guy that was behind it. By the way, he's sitting on JetBlue in those pods, which I've talked about last year on your show. What a 
great experience to sit on one of those pods up on the front of JetBlue on the mint service. Um, but uh, in this situation, maybe not a good experience. Um, this guy was drunk, unruly, basically an a-hole. Uh, now that I've seen another video came out of someone videotaping him harassing mm -hmm. Mike Tyson. So uh, I blame JetBlue for this. I blame JetBlue for not stopping this guy, moving this guy, um, you know, throwing him out the emergency exit, something. Um, th this guy really was going off on Mike, and Mike just, of course, Mike's wrong for hitting him, but uh, that's who Mike Tyson is. You know, the, the under 30 crowd doesn't know. They just see Mike in movies, and maybe you've seen him on The Hangover. And, oh, he's great. He's fun. And by the way, I thought he was great on The Hangover. And um, you know, his one-man show, very good and stuff, and he has uh, come full circle and, and, and definitely has uh, improved his life, made some money back to Don King and others stole off him. Fantastic. I'm happy for him. But you could see uh, a couple of years ago, he went off on a, a reporter, a news reporter. And now, again, at 55 years old, he's going to be sued. He's going to have to give the guy money. And, and uh, oh. maybe it's worth it for him. You know, uh, but this guy was drunken, unruly. Yeah, but and he literally was taking selfies and starting a little hanging over top of him, saying this. This other video someone sent me. Wow. Just he was a real jerk. And, uh, you know, Mike just uh, couldn't control himself. Yeah, no, it's, a sh it's a shame. It's a shame it resulted in that, and I hope you're. I hope you're not right. I hope it doesn't result in, in you know, Mike having to pay. But you might be right. Maybe it will. Um, yeah. Anyway, we got four minutes I, left. I want to talk about. Please. I want to talk about um, Caesars being the the William Will Hill. You know, I went there with a casino host and and pleaded my case of you know I have credit lines in a lot of your casinos, pretty large credit lines. I go to a couple tournaments and 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 have had uh, numerous. Considerable volume volume in your sports books, and uh, over over the years, and the casinos, and they let me back in, and just to test out the method. So I just put a small, well, I shouldn't say small. I put a five thousand dollar deposit over the counter, and I said, let me just see something. I bet I bet the whole five thousand on the first five innings to see if they take it in baseball. It went right through, and uh, I'm going to do something here that no one in social media does. The bet lost. So just to let you know, um, no one likes to talk about that stuff. And so wins only. It's all we talk about and positive tickets and everything. But I did. I said, let me just see if they take this bet. And uh, uh, sure enough, they, they took the bet, went right through. And I'm happy to say that I am back with them. And they are taking some large bets. And I hope that continues. And, uh, you know, I love what you said at the beginning of the show because I really don't – I probably didn't know many people thought like me. Even you, Gil, and you're, you're, you and I are on the same – uh, page on a lot of things, but I didn't know like you knew these people are costing the companies money. Yes, all these uh, a lot of times yeah. uh, they're costing companies money, and I just hope that maybe they you know, grab the ear of an executive or something across the boards here and, and and know that they should do more of a due diligence and and um, uh, you know vetting of accounts before they just throw someone one out for winning on short term. But well, I'll tell you. It happens in casinos too, Gil. Don't think it doesn't. Yeah. If someone comes in and wins ten times in a row playing craps, don't think one of these antique sweat guys don't. Oh my God, we got to get this guy out. He's not allowed to come in no more. <laughs> Love the use so. of the word antique, antique yeah, in that con in that uh, context. <laughs> the uh, no, I mean I, again, just to go back to it one more time and and just to sort of you know advance it a little bit. I was specifically talking about guys that I know who are really unsuccessful betters, right? Who are not the biggest betters in the world. They're actually, you know, they're somewhat big, but they're not huge. And they're and they get they get limited to such a degree where I'm just like, "Really? Like you decided to bet that you decided to limit that dude? You just cost yourself a bunch of money." But where it really gets where where they're really shooting themselves in the foot is when you're really talking about whales, and I'll bring it up again, whales who uh, you know, are or really, just because they bet a lot doesn't mean they're good at it. They they would be such – those guys are the biggest, biggest boon for sports books. period, right? Because they're betting tons of money, and they're not winning betters. But if they go on just the smallest little sample size, you know, run, they're like, oh, we got to get rid of that guy. Oh, my God, did you just cost yourself so much money long term, right? And that is – that's precipitating something called whale flipping, which is a whole nother subject, which we don't have to get into uh, today. But, you know, you, you, bring, you did bring up something there that triggered this thought also. A lot of this comes from the fact, you're talking about from the sportsbook perspective, that the sportsbook ultimately is just a little drop in the bucket for books in terms of their big picture, right? Their big pie. It's the casino games itself that is really how they make most of their money. So for them, in many cases... 
um, in, so, in some cases, right, the sports book is just a nuisance for them. And we're talking about different kind of business model for, for some places. But that's not what we're talking about when it comes to some of these bigger outfits that are doing it who are all sports book driven, right? So it's, there's different motivations for different books to do that. And I'm just saying, generally speaking, getting back to the original point, uh, the AGA hardly thorough in what they were talking about. Hardly thorough. And that was, I want to finish with one thing, Gil. Yesterday I brought a friend of mine that's in his seventies, a concert promoter, big concert promoter that um, he he got thrown out of his local guys over the years. He's, you know, he's in his seventies. He literally had two guys that he bet with for 30 years that both threw him out recently. Um, and, and he said, oh, I lost my friends. They were never your friends to begin with. A bookmaker is never your friend to begin with. Always <laughs> remember that. They're only your friends if you lose. It's Bill, Bill Krakenberger, final words on the show. Thank you, Bill. Great to see you, man. Enjoy your time down there. Thank you, guys. At Bill Crackman with the K. The Lombardi line is next at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.